This is the Grass is Frozen Podcast. I'm your host, Nadine. <laughs> I'm just playing around. I, I, I wanted to see if you guys were paying attention. I think I sounded like Joe Biden right there. Anyways, let's get started. This is the Grass is Frozen Podcast, and I'm your host, Nadine. The volume of my microphone is fixed, so now I can be talking your ears off in better ways. So... You're welcome, Bar Higley. You know that the word Bar Higley, it means like just pleasant in Norwegian. And I love it so much. I rather say that and I also rather say endily instead of finally. I like endily better. I think that just makes more sense like the end. And endily, endily. I don't know. These are some funny little Norse words that I enjoy. Just thought I would throw that out there. Something random for you guys. Recently, I was on TikTok and it was so strange to me because, I don't know, I am so, I am learning so much from TikTok, but I now think I learned enough and I can like put it aside for a while because it got really toxic. But on TikTok, they were talking about us Americans, how we're the only ones calling ourselves expats. And honestly, I didn't even know what this word meant when I moved here. I just called myself that, not knowing what it meant. But I'm not an expat, actually. I'm I'm definitely an immigrant, okay? And I wrote the word expat. I don't know why. I, maybe that's for people who are... Let's look up the definition, okay? We're going to look up the definition right now so I know exactly what an expat is. So the people on TikTok were like... Only Americans call themselves expats. They always have to make themselves seem special. That's just an American thing. Americans are so weird. Why do they call themselves expats? Everyone else is just an immigrant. I don't know because we have the English language and it's um, it's evolving. And we have new ways to say things, uh, explain things, and new words to explain things. And that's all I think it is. But... People always got to say something about us, you know. That's how it is. But what is an expat? The word actually comes from expatriate. And expatriate workers. People who are working outside of their country. That I guess you could say that was me. But I plan to stay here, so you can call me immigrant. Either one works, but I got so like self-conscious because I was like, I'm not an expat. I'm an immigrant. I didn't never call myself that when these people were <laughs> bullying or whatever online about Americans calling us uh, ourselves expats. And then I realized, wait a second, on my podcast, it said, I said on here that I was an expat. And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm such a hypocrite. I am so silly. Why would I talk like this without knowing what I'm talking about? I didn't even know the definition of this word, you guys. I just now realizing what it even really is i just been going with the flow because i figured it like means i figured i knew the definition i did really because i I figured it's just like people who come to another country for work and school and stuff and that is what it is i was right i already knew the definition but i felt really insecure when i read those comments about us americans on there like why are they calling themselves expats they think they're so special well I don't know, man. I don't know why we think we're so special that we use new words and 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 more vocabulary in the English language. 
I like our new words and things to explain stuff. It, in my opinion, that's a good thing. But whatever. I'm going to do something and we're going to learn exactly what an expat is. It is the definition says it's who lives outside their native country. American expatriates in London. We expatriated the prisoners of war immediately after the end of war. That's what I'm getting from Google. So, there you go. Now, all of Europe knows what an expat means if they listen to my podcast. Now you know why we think we're cool by saying the word expat. It's And honestly... People are thinking that we're saying expat because we don't want to be considered immigrants. Like we're embarrassed of that or something. No. To be an immigrant, you better be proud. All right? You have sacrificed everything that you once knew to come to this country and prove yourself. And everyone's going to talk shit about you. The first two years are going to be goofy. You're going to be saying the language wrong. You're going to be doing things wrong. Because in order to learn, we have to fail. And people are going to judge you like, oh, you don't know good nush. Or you're not at this level or whatever. We're all at a different pace. We're all doing the best that we can. Never, ever, ever judge someone on their language skill or anything in the first couple of years. You don't know what those people have been through. You don't know their learning capabilities. You don't know if they just went through trauma and they can't even memorize anything, which was like my case, okay? <laughs> so, yeah, you do not know about... I, I, I just got to stick up for immigrants, man. Always. I, I always got stick up for immigrants because and asylum seekers and refugees, you know, and people who are really, really, really trying to make it and doing the the right way and even if they, they have to do it the wrong way, like what are you gonna tell them to do when they're coming on a boat from somewhere trying to survive? I think if you were in that situation, you would do the same thing to survive too. Recently, I just had the most humbling experience here in Norway. As far as most of people know, I worked at a warehouse and I worked with a lot of men. I was the only woman on one area. And sadly, when I moved with the women, working with them, that was horrible. Like they were so mean to me. But working with the men, that was pretty good. I got along with all of them mostly. Some. Eastern European men would scream at me and yell at me and things, and that flared my PTSD up. I was not doing good. But my Arabic pals, my best buddy from Sudan, my buddies from Africa, man, they have my back, and they're not scary. They're amazing. And I just say that because I know some Karens out there, they're weird and they treat people weird based on the color of their skin but I'm here to tell you that those people have been there for me the most they've had my back the most and they still have my back and I can still call them to this day and they will be there for me and with kind words and on my son's birthday we are just now starting to feel a little less sick we go to the mall and I'm not doing the best with money right now but I, I bought him some things and he needs new he needed new boots because 
these ones I got, they got a hole in them. And then he was using like his ones from last year. It doesn't, they were like just getting kind of messed up, but they were okay enough to get through the snow and things. But I was going to wait till my next salary to get him some new boots. And we bought other fun things for his birthday. But I ran into my friend from the job and I told him it was my son's birthday and stuff. And he comes from Syria. This man was so sweet and so nice. He went out of his way to buy myself something, whatever he wanted. And my son wanted new boots. And this man went with us and he bought him some new boots. And he was just my friend, like, so sweet. Like, a a Syrian, someone who should maybe not like American kids (laughs) or like Americans at all, they are the, the most giving and loving and nice to me. We don't have the same religion or faith, or I don't think, but he was so nice and giving to me. And so without expecting anything, without being a creep, without being a weirdo, and just so respectful. And I just got to mention this here because the fact that people can be this nice, really, that restored my faith in humanity. And I just... I will always stick up for the asylum seekers, refugees, everyone, man. I will have their back. They have my back always. They've been the kindest. The world needs to treat them better. They need to be more accepting and loving and know that they come from peace mostly. Most of them are trying to have peace. And most people in general, I think, mean well and are doing well. And he told me his story of, um, you know, running around in Greece and whatnot and how difficult it was. But now he's finally good in Norway. And that was the best inspiration that I could ever have. And I'm telling you, these influencers online, they're cool and stuff. They're real cool. I love some of them a lot. But the ones who inspire me the most are the ones I see on the day-to-day, every-day type of people. And people who don't have a lot of money, people who are just, I love human beings so much because of this. And yeah, I just really feel gratitude right now and for hope because every time that there's been something crazy going on in the world, online with my country and others and stuff and even back home with the police and Black Lives Matter I have seen like all this chaos on my screen and it's so sad so scary it seems so scary but then in I look in front of my face and my son is running outside with his best buddy from Zambia and we are best buddies at work with everyone so it's just like in the day-to-day does that stuff even exist it does in some in many war zones and things like that i'm not saying that those things don't exist and they're not important it is so important to be aware of what is happening but also be aware of what's happening right now in front of you and who's next to you and try to make your circle more diverse 
in America, we have a lot of crime and things and scary stuff. So I don't know if I would feel as comfortable there because I feel like it's more accepted to be like violent and dangerous and things like that. So it's not even like I would, it's like people from the other world. It's our culture with that, that I would be more scared of people back home. But here in Europe, I find it amazing, or in Scandinavia, in Norway, I find it so amazing how I have the most diversity I've ever had in my life. And so much education just by experience of meeting new friends. It has been amazing in that way. I really, really do appreciate Norway for that, for having the integration system be so good. I know you're going to hear a lot of bad things in Sweden and America and all over the place, but if you put a microscope down, you'll see amazing people coming together and spreading love, and they come from so many different backgrounds, but they have one thing in common, and that's just to love and be kind and be good to each other. So I want to restore the the faith in humanity and help you guys remember to not be so caught up in all this toxicity online and with the wars and stuff that they want us to feel scared and they want us to feel divided and they want us to fight because when we don't come together it's easier for us to be controlled and 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 buy more of their stuff or whatever so this was just an amazing experience um, coming here and meeting so many awesome people. And I'm just very thankful for that. And yeah, you don't see this every day. And a lot of people maybe in my shoes wouldn't have all these friends had they been more reserved. But I am an extrovert. And I, since I was three years old, I've been trying to be best friends with the entire world. And I'm not going to stop now. So I will always want to be your friend. I will always want to support you. Even if you made me mad, I will call you out. If you have made me mad or you have done something I don't agree with, I will say it. I'm going to be honest to your face. Because I'm not going to go talk behind your back. And I want us to handle it and, and fix it and come up with a solution. In Europe and Norway, they will take that as you're trying to fight all the time and things like that and I noticed a lot of people smiling in my face talking behind my back but I will tell them straight up what I'm thinking and they are so scared okay let me tell you they do not like controversy here they do not like conflict or anything and I'm not being conflicting or trying to have conflict what I'm doing is telling you straight up this is what I don't like but it doesn't mean I don't like you. I don't like maybe what you did or something. But it does not mean I don't like them. It just means that I don't like what they did. And that's it. So so if you find yourself being the type of person who is caught up in all the fear in the world, just remember that in the day-to-day, we will find happiness and joy within the our communities and with each other and it is possible and to not give up on hope no matter what and keep the faith alive and keep the dreams alive and keep the positivity alive we gotta do that we have to cling to that stuff 
And sometimes I'm not the perfect person. I'll preach about this, but doesn't mean I'm a, the perfect example. Because you'll see me saying curse words and getting angry and all that stuff. But I work through it. And I'm here with you guys to work through it together. And so we can have a better place and have a better life and enjoy this life finally. And not get too caught up. So, so what is an expat? Hmm. I don't know. I don't really care too much. I just know I care about immigrants and their rights and the ones who, you know. But expats are cool too. I think they have more money. I'm not sure. A lot of the people I know here coming here have a lot of money. I am one of the very few who come from poverty, okay? And I don't even want to say I come from poverty because I've been very spoiled even though I lived in the poverty line. I was help I I had help so um yeah I made it through and I still am here and yeah so um this whole expat immigrant whatever you want to call yourself who cares but one thing is for sure is me and the other immigrants here we're gonna stick together and we're going to do really great things here and prove that we can be in Norway and integrate and create a wonderful environment. And we're not going to let all the fear of all these other people, all these things happening that are bad coming to Sweden and blah, 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 blah. Because from what I see in my day to day, it's all right. And it doesn't always like that because there's been things happening in the city and such. But if you... Go out in the countryside and just enjoy nature. You can do that in almost every country, every state. There's still nature, you guys. Go out in it and enjoy it. Find a way. Do it. You won't regret it. I promise you. I am now going to start making myself a nice little smorbrud. Just a sandwich. So, have a wonderful day. That's all I have for today. And thank you for listening to the Grass is Frozen podcast. See ya sometime. Disclaimer, I am not an expert on any of the topics that I mentioned. And I said the S word. I'm really sorry. I tried to keep my podcast profanity free so that moms can listen with their kids whenever. So I'm really sorry the S word slipped out in this episode. But yeah. Anyways, I am not a professional and I am just here talking about my opinions and what I think and what's going on in my day-to-day life. I don't know everything about political science or health or anything, but I do have some thoughts to share and stories to share. And that's it. Just my personal experiences. And this is a self-help podcast because I'm helping myself by talking to you. It's really nice to talk to you all. And I'm also sharing all the things that are helping me with this uh, immigration process. So maybe it will help others feel related and they can gather some tips and I can gather tips from them and we can all just help each other. So that's what I'm here for. And thank you for listening.